So, <laughs> turn it up, turn it up. Rock, turn my mic up. Hey, what is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Constructing the Beast. What a fantastic time to be alive, as always and ever. I'm feeling this energy today. Welcome to the movement. I'm your host with the very most, Darius Riddick, a.k.a. Riddick. And if you're here again, you already know what this is about, you know, but if this is your first time listening and understand we do things a little bit differently here. So because of this uh, quarantine that we have going on, this pandemic known as COVID-19 and all these other fucking names, uh, I, I decided to take those most asked fitness questions and give you the answers to the best of my ability. That way we can all come out of this monstrosity a little bit more knowledgeable okay so feel free to familiarize with yourself with the other what nine ten i don't know how many questions we've done so far and uh always shoot me more questions because you know i love doing this stuff you know and you guys have been asking some great questions and they keep getting better so with that being said if you do find some value in it hey feel free to share it because that's how we grow our movement that's how we become a more dominant ass kicking society society by paying that knowledge so for those of you that may not be familiar with how this actually works so what happens is i open my inbox to all questions related to fitness nutrition supplementation dieting uh, workouts performance all this stuff the way the body functions the ones that may recur over and over again i decide to answer those first uh, i pick those three out or the questions that are the best that are the most thought out and um i put forth those answers because uh, to what is life without information you know you're just walking through fucking blinded and we don't want that so without yapping my gab too much more we got three questions again and uh they're pretty good ones okay so uh, and this first one we're gonna look, get a little bit scientific okay but the question is what are the pros and cons of man keto has been one of those things those topics in terms of dieting that's come up so much over the years and you know when it first came out it was almost and people had no idea what it is and crazy enough some people still have no idea what it is and that's why we're answering this question but uh you know as far as what keto is so let's start from the very very foundation of this because i'm unaware of how much people know but because the question's asked i'm going to break it down barney style okay so keto is a form of dieting and what keto actually is so the, the word keto in general what is short and ketones are are chemicals you know this huge it's like cho ch they're, they're this chemical that is produced by your liver you know your liver is a powerhouse of your energy and what the body does is produces ketones when there's not enough insulin, <clears throat> excuse me, insulin in your body to turn glucose into usable. Now I'm going to break that down a little bit more because I know it can be kind of confusing the way that the body is made up. So every, so when you eat, right, it digestion works in two different ways. There's chemical and mechanical. Mechanical starts in your mouth and then chemical works through your intestines, your in, in your stomach and all that shit. Okay. So when anything you eat, anything that you put in your mouth, that's edible. Uh, when you digest it, the body is trying to use that for energy. That is the ultimate goal. Okay. But Things that you you eat like carbohydrates or starches uh, turn into 
glucose and your body takes that glucose and it absorbs it through your bloodstream through your blood and it actually turns it into usable energy now the rest of it that does not get turned into energy is actually stored um in what in in the form that's called glycogen okay in order for your body to and in order for your blood to take in this this glucose the proper way right it has to use something called insulin that is actually produced by your pancreas and what insulin is is a hormone that allows those cells to process that glucose so what our body mainly gets the glucose from is the carbohydrates right that's its natural process it is a is it it's able to break that down and turn it into glucose and into usable energy now this whole process is important uh it, it because i mean one of the top diseases chronic diseases around the world is actually diabetes and as you know there's two types of diabetes but the one we're referring to type 2 diabetes is when your body does not produce enough insulin in order to break down that glucose to be used for usable energy so it causes high blood sugar or diabetes Um, and and there's lots of different diabetes but that's not what we're talking about right now like we're going to get into the keto so remember the body needs energy if you don't have the energy from those carbohydrates that break down into into sugar basically um your your body has to find it elsewhere right and where it's going to do that is by taking those fats and breaking those down and using it for energy so you so contrary to belief your body can use carbohydrates proteins and fats for energy but the main source of energy for the body is carbohydrates now Carbohydrates, uh, funny enough, only so every gram of carb equals four calories that your body is going to use to burn off. Okay, the body is going to naturally gravitate towards carbohydrates in order to get that energy. Now, like I said, it can use protein and fats, but carbohydrates, again, are the main source. I'm going to reiterate that. Okay, now, if your body is depleted from carbohydrates, The next thing that your body will turn to for energy is fat. And that is because fat has each gram of fat equals nine calories. Okay, now that's fucking double. That's ridiculous, right? So if your body does not get carbohydrates as a source, it is going to use the fats. And this is where keto actually comes into play. Your liver turns the fat into ketones, right? And again, it's a type of chemical, a type of acid that gets sent into your bloodstream. When this process starts, your muscle is going to use them for the fuel. Okay, the chemical makeup that we talked about, there's a lot of H's and there's a lot of O's, a lot of H2's and a lot of O's. So whenever a person switches from a regular diet and this is the money shot, okay, you switch from a regular diet to the keto diet, your body now only has one main source of energy to burn off. Now, because of the amount of calories in it, you know, a calorie is a a unit of heat measurement okay whenever it's gonna you're gonna be burning twice as much okay and on top of that that chemical makeup is a lot of h's and o's so h2o is water so number one they're gonna be burning off a lot more and number two they're gonna be getting rid of a lot of water and that is essentially why when people first start off keto they see such a a huge weight weight drop right and and that's what it kind of like it kind of fucks with their mind you know and that's why people think keto is so efficient because when they first started off they're like holy shit i lost 20 pounds but in reality remember let's go back to it okay your cells are going to use glucose to 
produce energy. Now, anything else that's left over that's not used is going to be stored, period. That's going to be stored as glycogen. And what the chemical makeup is, is there's a lot of water surrounding those cells within the glycogen in the glucose. So whenever you make that switch, now you're burning, your body's burning twice as much and you're getting rid of all that stored water around those cells that you previously had. So now we get into the pros and the cons. So what do you guys want first? The good news or the bad news? Because right? I'm down for whatever. Okay. So because because we're all you know we're all cynicistic uh, in a way. So let's start with the bad news. Okay. So bad news is okay. The cons is that keto diet is not sustainable. And what I mean by that is you cannot, you couldn't do it for say a year. You know, I hear people all the time talk about, oh, my friend tried keto and she lost X amount of weight. And, you know, my wife did keto and this happened and it, it, and that probably did happen within the first two months. But after that, you start to notice your body uh, go, going into negative subset changes. And what that means is the processes that your body normally did before are not working the same way. And that comes in a lot of different things for a lot of different people. That could be the normal functions of your body, whether that be uh, when you take a dump or when you go through, you know, when you, when you look at something, the way you talk, the way you feel is a huge one. Um, and it, again, yeah, it, it could be different for, for everyone, but Keto is not going to last with anyone more than a couple months. And the reason why that is because the body naturally uses carbohydrates as an energy source. And this is why I said it so many times before is any time that a diet requires you to remove something that the body uses majority of, that should be a red flag. Okay, because you're interrupting the natural processes and the natural chemical processes that make you function appropriately. Um, and that's why it's only it's OK to do it for a short amount of time. But when you try to extend it out for too long, that's when there can it could cause some serious health issues. So the first month or so, yes, you'll see a drastic weight gain, weight loss, excuse me. But um, after that, right, you're just doing yourself a disservice. And on top of that, the uh, regression period, the, the point of you getting back to a normal diet from keto is fucking brutal. Most people like relapse and they eat a fucking like 46 donuts and you know a whole plate of rice and all this shit and then you you end up making everything worse and you instantly gain all that weight back okay so i mean if you're able to slowly work yourself back into it okay maybe but i mean you're we're talking about some really meticulous dieting not even from beforehand where if you're not meal prepping and doing all that stuff and counting your macro and micronutrients then you're gonna gain that weight back and uh, for for the pros now, ladies and gentlemen, it, it, and uh, I'm be honest with you, um, it's very hard for me to do this. Um, the pros that I can give you for keto diet is uh, you lose a lot of weight initially. Um, so if you're looking for that, like, and I'm not endorsing this, okay. So if you're looking for like a quick fix, you need to lose some water weight, okay. Now let's be realistic; it's not going to be actual body fat; it's going to be water weight. Um, then that is the way to go. All right. Now, my verdict on this, because that's all the pros I got, I can't really give you too much other than that. But um, I know there are athletes out there that may do the keto diet and it may work for them. And again, like every diet, it's going to be different by the person. But understand this. These professional athletes, 
have trainers that monitor their diet and their performance. They have chefs that make meals for them. And they have people that look over everything they do. Okay, so unless you have that kind of time, that kind of meticulous effort or that kind of money, then I do not suggest um, these fad diets. And now so this leads me to my verdict on keto. Would I recommend it to anyone to do it? The answer is fuck no. Okay, (laughs) and let me tell you why. Back to what I said before. Anytime you have to completely remove an element. Okay from your diet that the body naturally uses, that is a red flag. Now, what I mean by that is, you know, there are macronutrients and there are micronutrients. So macronutrients are carbohydrates, proteins, and triglycerides or or, or fats. Uh, micronutrients, vitamins, minerals, water, and fiber. So the best, the, in order for the human body to function, you need to have all of those elements. And uh, anytime, even your doctor will tell you, anytime there's a deficiency in one area is when the body kind of starts going all loop de doop de in a weird fucking direction. But the best way I can put this in the easiest way that made sense to me when I was doing my, uh, my all my certifications is the human body is, is like a, a functional machine, like a car. Okay, if you are to remove one of those elements, if you are, if you remove your carbohydrates, that's like taking out your fuel from your car. Okay, if you remove your protein, that's like taking out your transmission. If you remove your fat, that's like taking out your oil. You know, you you have to have those certain things in order for your vehicle to get from point A to point B. And if not, somewhere along the way, shit's going to hit the fan and the bitch is going to blow up on you. Okay, so there are easier ways to lose weight, ladies and gentlemen. Holy shit. We don't have to have a fad diet. Okay, so again. I've recommended this before for people who are just starting off, go to Google, whatever the fuck you use and type in my plate, big M, little Y, big P, little L, little A, little T, little E, my plate. Okay. USDA approved fucking came out years ago. And basically it starts you off on the path to making more health conscious choices. Okay. Because you don't have to completely stop eating because I'll say, I've said it once. I'll say it twice. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, motherfucking Beetlejuice. If you don't eat, or if you remove things from your diet that you need, you are doing yourself a disservice. And that road to your goal is going to get a lot fucking harder. So just eating once a day, ridiculous. Taking out carbohydrates, ridiculous. There are other ways to do it. And it starts with making those smarter, health-conscious choices. Wow, I spent a lot of time on that question, but that's good stuff, you know. And I can go, I can rehash it and go on about it all day but hey if you guys have any questions about anything that i just said then definitely please hit me up on instagram darius m riddick um or on facebook same deal and you know we, we can get to talking about it because i can talk about this shit all day so question number two and that's how to stay physically fit year round let me sure i got that question right let me see yep how can i stay physically fit year round and that's a another fantastic question i'll try not to spend too much time on this but one thing that really helped me out when I started my fitness journey about seven years ago now, uh, and, and, and eventually it'll click and make sense, is that do not make your health a convenience. Make it a priority. I'll say it again. The way to stay fit year round is by not making your health a convenience, making it a priority. And... 
what that means is everything you do throughout the day should be centered around your health. And, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about physical health in a way, but we're talking about mental, spiritual, emotional, all those health. You can include whatever you want to. OK, so your health should be your number one priority. And that's because if your health is in the shitter, then everything else is going to be in the shitter, too. You know, we like to prioritize things like family and money and stuff like that. And all those things are great. You know, it's great to have those things as values and beliefs. It's awesome. But what good are you to your family if you don't have great health? If you have to spend 23 hours a day in the hospital and your family can only come see you certain times, you can't go run and play with them and hang out and stuff like that, right? That that comes down to your health. So our health is the biggest thing that's in our control. No matter how sporadic, how fucking weird life gets, you can control your health, okay? You, you can control what you eat. You can control what you what you do throughout the day. If you get up and get moving or if you, you know, sit in your fucking couch and eat chips and watch a lifetime movie network and all that bullshit, you know, that's in our control. So when life gets hectic, even if you're going through some really bad shit right now, health should be your number one priority, not your convenience. So, oh, you know, I get at work at get off work at five and maybe i'll have time to go to that gym in 30 minutes okay yeah i have time right now i should go no 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 no. fuck that that's making it a convenience and you're making excuses if you need to work wake up an hour earlier in the morning then get the fuck up at four o'clock and do it get up at 5 a.m and do it go make it happen when nobody's awake and that way when your kids and everything wakes up at 6 30 or 7 o'clock hey look look what's already happened you've already gotten your health shit squared away at the end of the day if you need to take some pre-workout to go to the gym, to go for a run, hey, at least you're still getting shit done because that hour a day, that 30 minutes every single day is going to save you thousands of dollars in the future, um, save the nation thousands of dollars, billions of dollars in healthcare in the future, and it's going to give you that opportunity to sustain your life for generations okay so now you're not now we're not talking about kids right we're talking about your kids kids and your kids 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 and if you want to be around for that kind of stuff to see your great great grandkid walk for the first time i mean that's pretty fucking amazing you know but it stems from making your health a priority not a convenience so the biggest advice i could give besides that is don't make bullshit excuses if you know you got to wake up an hour earlier in order to get in a workout don't even fucking think it. Just do it, right? Because if you start thinking about it too much, then you're going to start finding ways. Your mind is literally going to take the path of least resistance. And that's going to be finding any way that you can justify that you don't have to go. Like, oh, you know, I went yesterday or, you know, my knee kind of hurts or the weather isn't too good or the gym's weird or, you know, I'm tired of doing body weight exercises. It's going to naturally happen. The mind is naturally wired for that negativity bias to go to the path of least resistance. Okay, so in order to stop that, just... Don't fucking do it. Don't make excuses. Get it done by any means. All right. So question number three, the best foods to eat for breakfast. I keep truncating these questions. So the actual question is, what is the best food that I can eat for breakfast so that I'm not super hungry? I don't know about that super hungry part, but I'm going to say the best foods to eat for breakfast. Okay. That's what we're going to go with. Um, so, <clears throat> I know you've probably heard when you were younger and growing up, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So newsflash, that is definitely still true. So again, I can't really exactly say what foods to eat. I'll tell you guys what I eat for breakfast. 
pretty much every fucking day or every other day, you know. But I would say if you're talking about an average diet, the average person, no specialized diets, no weird shit. If we're talking about 97% of the planet and what you what you should eat for breakfast, okay. You're, if you, you want to imagine a circle, right? And for, for imagine a peace sign. So for those of you who don't know what a peace sign is, Jesus Christ, Google peace sign fucking millennials <laughs> and and look 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 at the sign okay you want to split it into portions like that so you want to have your meats okay again your proteins you want to have your carbohydrates at the bottom and then your fats over to the right so everything is going to be relatively equal and contrary to belief it used to be that you wanted you know your most fats and everything at the beginning of the day that's that's uh, that that is that is no longer proven plausible okay it, it just does not work for the human body in the way that your body is going to digest things over time and the amount of energy that's going to be required throughout the day okay so you want to have everything relatively equal so for proteins you you generally want to choose something that's really rich in omega-3s and your vitamins and those natural fats that your body is going to be able to process in a very slow manner throughout the day and a great food for that would be salmon for those of you who don't like fish, I got some bad news for you. <laughs> Too fucking bad. No, but really, so th- there there are other foods to get omega threes from. Uh, you can get them from um, oils or uh, chia and flax. Uh, spinach is a good one, um, but mostly fish and uh, even some walnuts. You know, the 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 reason why I say salmon is because salmon out of like herring and sardines and all that shit is the most edible fish that you can eat in the morning and you can eat it smoked um or you can eat it baked you know however you can stomach it for you whatever works for you is the best way to do it right <clears throat> so for carbohydrates uh light wheat bread uh, ezekiel bread uh high in fiber again is, you can add some like some peanut butter or some nut butter some vegan butter some coconut uh butter some 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 kind of nutty butter to the bread to make it that much better and like vitamins and minerals potassium zinc magnesium um all this stuff which comes in those nutty butters specifically peanut butter and you can even get vitamin b6 so remember back to what i said the goal is to get those macronutrients and those micronutrients in and a lot of people think that you have to you know supplement with vitamins or you know all these like uh, supplements and stuff like that uh and those are those are great when you do not have a you know an efficient diet but uh you can manage to get those from your food in the proper way um but those supplements are meant to supplement your diet to make it that much better so on top of that uh we talk about our our veggies um and one something i forgot before about you know the protein side is you can add eggs as well so eggs have a little bit of cholesterol very low in sodium and <clears throat> have uh protein six to seven grams on in a whole egg and you can you can even even use egg whites to get your protein in as well okay so back to the veggie side of it spinach is one of the best vegetables that you can add to your breakfast lunch and dinner period um because it is very water soluble you know it, it it's it's actually you can get 20 percent of your daily uh hydration from just spinach alone and spinach is also super, super rich in vitamins, um, specifically vitamin A, vitamin K, and some B vitamins. Um, 
And uh, the good thing is, you don't even have to eat it cooked. Uh, so a lot of people, you know, consistency is a huge thing when it comes to food. Um, I don't like slimy ass uh, spinach. I eat it raw, straight out the bag, raw dog it out. So uh, it, again, it's personal preference. But either way, you're getting in your spinach, okay? So that's just like a basic, basic meal. But the goal here is to get that peace sign, to get that, get it rounded enough that you get a wholesome meal for breakfast. The worst thing you can do is skip breakfast entirely. That that is that is my highest recommendation of shit not to do is to completely skip breakfast. I don't know if people think that is going to help them lose weight or if they just forget or they're too busy. All of it are excuse, all of those are excuses. Don't fucking play games. Get your breakfast in. It is the most important meal of the day. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that's all three questions. Um we We've been talking a lot, okay? So just as a recap, question one, pros and cons of keto. Pro, you'll lose water weight really quick. So in a sense, that will look good nowhere but on the scale, okay? Uh, cons is you have to completely take an element out of your diet. So that's going to change the way your body naturally functions down the road. And it is not sustainable. So my recommendation is don't do it. Just monitor your diet and make smarter choices. Number two, how to stay in great shape year round. And that is to make your health a priority, not a convenience. So do not give yourself the even the room or the chance to even make excuses. Okay. If you got to wake up an hour earlier, two hours earlier, or stay an hour later to go to the gym, do what you have to do because it'll save you lots of memories and lots of money in the long run. And then number three, the best foods to eat for breakfast. Okay, so again, you want to try to remember that peace sign. Your plate should be well-rounded. That means a nice sizable portion of protein, which you can get um, in the form of eggs and omega-3s, which you can get in the form of salmon to get both. Uh, veggies, which the best one I recommend for breakfast is spinach because it's very water soluble. It's high, high in water, high in vitamins and minerals. Um, and it helps with digestion as well. And then your, your, your carbohydrate, which you can get from a wheat bread and then add something like butter, like peanut butter, which will give you more vitamins and better taste as well. Uh, so again, my recommendation with that is to do not skip breakfast completely and also do not overeat. The key here, ladies and gentlemen, is moderation and balance, okay? You don't have to be perfect when it comes to nutrition and these things that you do throughout throughout your your health or your, your, your fitness journey, okay? It's progress, not perfection, but it starts with making those better choices, eliminating those excuses, and realizing that your health is ultimately in your control. <laughs>